on the mic in 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. We are happy so happy New to be Year. with you. Oh, yes. Yeah, sing it out. We are Sorry, here to. once again, your hosts that you might have forgotten about because we didn't post for one week, Christy and Sierra of Fingers Crossed. I'm Christy. And I'm Sierra. And we're fingers crossed. Welcome back, everybody. New Year, um, same delightful podcast. Same awkward intros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's never going to get better. You just have to roll with it at this point. True. We are so excited to be back. We definitely took a unannounced break for a couple weeks just for the holidays. We kind of disappeared we off Instagram. One week off the well, we but we disappeared off Instagram for like three weeks, but it's yeah. it's okay. You know, we're here. We're alive. We're, we're kicking. And we had a great holiday season. A lot of big life developments. We will talk about in a little bit but we are so excited to be back we've got a new book club coming up in a couple weeks so if you haven't been reading the four, four agreements. agreements by don miguel ruiz yes that was it part. is that it just yeah. don miguel ruiz okay i that's thought there was it. another part to his name but there's not that's coming up in a couple weeks so grab that copy and it's a really easy read it's a fantastic book so that's in a couple weeks but for now we are back to talk about some of our favorite things which is um, reflecting, goal setting, uh, goals and aspirations for the new year in a really healthy, constructive way. No toxic resolutions here. So that was honestly one of my favorite episodes last year that we did was our yeah. New Year's 2021, like looking forward, goals, um, what we wanted for the new year, all of that. And I actually should have probably gone back and listened to that episode before we recorded this one, but we're kind of just rolling with it. So. I'm We're sure excited. we've grown so much. I mean, there's so much can change in a year. And, you know, it's great because I'm looking at my journal now where I wrote those 2021 goals and I realized I was I was like, wow, I was on my journaling in the month of January and then I just <laughs> stopped. Stopped, yeah. So, I mean, I have one, actually, I have a bunch in January and then I have one entry from Oct- February, one from October, <laughs> three from October. October is a big month for reflection one, for you. Yeah, one for November and then that's it. So I'm excited to get back into some uh, full steam ahead January journaling that will probably taper off right around February. But you know what? I'm excited for now. And also, I feel like that is the case for a lot of people and myself included, because I was looking back at my journal entries throughout the year and especially like my therapist who's been pushing me to like get better about journaling and stuff so I've like kind of made an effort that way but not really but um it's funny because I feel like I'm in this cycle of most of my journaling is about how next year I'm gonna journal it's like nothing nothing I'm like January 1st this is gonna be the year that blah 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 and I'm gonna reflect on this and then the next entry is like December so next year is gonna be the year that I journal so we're trying to break that cycle and um actually get better about it but i feel like yeah. i journal in ways like just not in my quote-unquote journal like i'll write things and like get things out but i don't like keep them all in one place so maybe i should just be more habitual yeah. about that but i think i anyway. just need to start I, I talk to myself i like essentially journal out loud like mm-hmm. but just doing journal entries where i'm just like talking about my day and stuff but, like to myself in the car like you should ma- record those you should record them and just because do you ever read the comic strip blue ann i, no, I, I don't know not. if you it was like one of those Sunday funny comics anyway. But Luann had a, she had an like um an audio journal where she would like record her mm. daily journal entries to herself and then you could go back and listen to them. The scary thing about that is like I mean, I guess it's bad if someone gets a hold of your journal anyway, but like with your voice attached, it's kind of like a all of your yeah, secrets. Yeah, but I feel like you could it's harder to hide the physical journal than it would be voice memos like you keep them on your phone i think you can probably like keep them in a private folder or something too that needs a password or something yeah, like that that's true i don't know i could do that but yeah i feel like it'd be easier for someone to find a physical journal so i wouldn't let that hold you back 
Yeah. But yeah. So your voice I find myself doing that a lot. And I, if people were to like just see me in my car, like yelling at myself, they'd be like, she is not <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, sometimes if I get like heated about something or I'm just like going off about like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm just picturing you like angrily screaming by yourself in the car. Well, when you're journaling and you're angry about something, do you write like furiously and like your pen is like furiously moving into the paper? Just, it's just like that, but out loud. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get angry that much. Oh, can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually talking about that with my therapist. I was like, I just don't, because we're working on, you know, actually feeling your feelings instead of intellectualizing them. And I was just like, I just don't, it takes a lot for me to like feel anger. And I was like, is there something wrong with me? She's like, I mean, maybe not, but also (laughs) like, I don't know. Anyway, that's besides the point. But anyway, in 2022, we have so many goals and journals and audio journals perhaps to um, be written. So we're very excited to reflect on the past year and kind of pull some lessons and some goals that we have for ourselves and how we want to bring them into the new year, bring our old selves with us as we are endlessly creating our new selves into this year. So yeah, that was a big thing we talked about last year is not having new new year, new me, but like new year, same me, but continually improving. Yes, exactly. And I think we want to still keep that theme, uh, but we probably won't like harp on it too much just because we did probably talk about that last year. And like, oh yeah, we did talk about kind of like our problem with resolutions and why they haven't worked for us in the past and like how to frame them to yourself. Because I do think that's a lot of the issue is people make these huge, lofty, unattainable goals as resolutions and then on january 15th like give every single one of them up because they don't frame them in a way that's like actually attainable or it's like too specific in the first place so we're working on that and also sierra and i didn't really write super specific lists to present to you guys in this episode either we're kind of just like we're gonna figure it out as we go we're gonna talk through it yeah just a conversation i think and i think it'll be nicely informed by our reflections on 2021 And I don't know, I just don't really feel, I feel like I'm going in a direction with my life and with myself and my, you know, self growth journey and all of that, where I feel like I'm in the right direction and I don't need to have all of these like specific benchmarks and goals written down for specific categories and things like I have in the past necessarily. Like I I know what I need to work on in a broader sense and I'm like still working towards that. So I don't know, but I'm sure I could still come up with some more specific tangible ones to share with you all in this episode but we'll get there but first we have a long life catch-up because it has been a couple of weeks since it has like i'm trying to think what was the last episode that came out it was some oh it was like the christmas yeah right before christmas we did the the holiday uh, miracles the holiday miracle stories uh which was fun that was nice and nice and heartwarming i Mm -hmm. thinking about decorated tumbleweeds for a while after that Um, (laughs) if you don't know what we're talking about go listen to that episode yeah go listen to our episode um But yeah, I have some big news. Drum roll. You probably have seen this from my Instagram. But I, drum roll. She's engaged. I had to say it. <laughs> uh, thank you for doing that. Um, Yeah, I got engaged on December 18th. So Yay. I am getting married. Oh, my God. So that's very exciting. That's um, a huge life change. That's like yeah. a whole new phase, a whole new chapter of your book. That's so exciting. Starting off 2022 an engaged ass bitch gonna plan a wedding gonna have a nice ring on your finger gonna whatever people who are engaged do i don't know yeah i mean i'm learning that as we go myself (laughs) um you know it's funny because like jason and i already live together we've lived together for two and a half years now and we've been together for a while and our relationship is great so obviously getting married is like the next step but i'm you know i think that 
I don't know how much it's going to like be that different as far as like being married goes, you know, but I'm very excited to have that like symbolic commitment and, you know, to be, you know, moving forward in that next chapter of our lives together. And also, you know, planning a wedding is fun and exciting. You know, it's a, I'm learning, it's a lot of work. I, I'm learning as I'm also in the process of applying to jobs and trying to get a new job and getting a new routine, figuring out where I'm going with all that. And then in addition to, you know, wedding planning and stuff, but I am, um, we're hoping to have a, a long ish engagement so that I can have enough time to really plan things out far enough in advance that they're not stressful. You yeah. know, that's, that's really the goal. And also what's fantastic is Jason is super hands-on about all of it. He wants to be involved in all the planning. He already made us so many like super organized. Cause he does like a bunch of um, admin work at his job. So he has, He's a master. He's also an Excel, Excel and yeah. um, Google Docs. Google Docs King. master. Yeah. <laughs> this so is our podcast organization before. He has, but he made us the most organized Excel sheet in Excel Sheets Deo. I always think that's the funniest joke. Um, <laughs> he made us the most organized Excel sheet for our wedding planning already. Like we've got a page for budgets, a page for venues with hyperlinks and got a page for this and for vendors and for all of this. And all of them are just like little tabs at the bottom of a master list. And then our guest list is like a sum add division thing where if you like take someone off of this part of the list and they bump up to another thing and it changes the sum number of the budget. Damn, the I should hire like, him for my eventual it, 10 years. It's so <laughs> organized and I love it because I'm the like ideas person. I'm like, oh, here's some ideas I have. Here's some, you know, we call it the raw data. So I'll take the raw data, my <laughs> ideas, you know, whatever. The put empirical it in, like, data. Exactly. I'll put it into a Google Doc and then he will take it all, format it into a way that is super organized. And then it's it's a great, it's been a great partnership so far with all it that. It sounds like so, uh, we love a power couple. <laughs> yeah. So been gr super great and we're very excited. Um, I'm realizing just how many things there are. Like there's a bachelorette Some party details. and then bridal showers and then um, dress shopping and like all of those things. And it's it's so exciting, but it's just like there, there it's, it's, I'm realizing just how big of a ceremony it really is and how many like steps and things come with it also i've had like five other people i know in the last week get engaged so it's it's something the holiday season is always yeah. a big engagement season for sure so it makes sense but yes i mean i feel like it's, it's so new like it's still only been what a couple weeks at this point so it's you're still like, like weeks. We, yeah embracing the glow of the new engagement and all that but it's i mean good for you for already starting on the organizing and stuff because yeah like you know a lot of time it does and we didn't need to jump into it this soon but i think it's kind of like we've been daunted by what's called the wedding boom like 2022 is supposed to have as many weddings ever in a year since like 1985 i phrased more that than 2021 yeah like that it's because a lot of people in 2021 still postponed uh. like from 2020 and you've got people backlogged so it's supposed to be the most crowded busy and expensive wedding planning season ever so yeah, I mean I, that's what I heard 2021 was like it was the most weddings right. ever so it, so now it's gonna only be getting worse yeah. even more so we're just like trying to stay on top of it as much as possible and you know get going on that but it's it's very exciting and uh I how many new things yeah I don't even yeah. know how you even contact it I feel like there's a certain order of operations in wedding planning that I yes. don't know but like it seems like you know okay well you can't pick 
you can't hire flowers until you make sure that you have the date in the venue and know where you're going to go and like have that. And it's like, this is this domino and it's this order, but you can't tell someone to save this date. Until, you know what I mean? Like it's just so many moving right. parts that it seems stressful, but yeah, the, the, what comes before the date and the venue is your guest list because not all venues can accommodate certain numbers of people you have to, mm. and you have to know like, okay, do I want to have an outdoor reception or an indoor reception? Do I want to have you know, an outdoor indoor ceremony, what venues can accommodate that. So you got to get that out of the way. You also have to know approximately how big your guest list is going to be so that when you ask a venue for a quote about that, you have to do the guest list first. You do because you have to ask for a quote from a venue and they, the first thing they ask you is what's your guest count. Yeah. Yeah. And time of year. So if you know your approximate guest count, then you can go in. Also, you have to know how much your budget is. So then you're talking with like family members. You're working with your partner on your, you know, your budget together, like figuring out, so you got to know your budget because then you got to know how many people you can afford and how big. So it's like, I thought that the venue was like the first thing, but it's like, no, there are like a bunch of things that came before that. Mm-hmm. But then once you get the venue and the date, then you're really on the track to getting everything else locked down. Like you're catering, your florist, your desserts your hair and makeup your photographer like you know and you've that. also never been in a wedding right I mean I haven't no, either but so I never, never have never like been on that side of it or like been a maid of honor and seen what kind of steps it takes so that's a lot no I haven't been to very many weddings at all I just yeah. went to a couple a couple before the pandemic but that was that was really it um and you went to a couple last year I thought uh like in the last couple months I, w- I went to one yes okay I went gotcha. to one a couple weeks ago. Well, in November. Yeah, I went to one in November. And then we have one coming up with our friends in March. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yes. Um, so honestly, but- it's probably good that this is about to be such a crazy wedding year because then you can use that as like seeing what you like and don't like at other people's weddings if you're attending more and kind of like yes. getting some sort of, you know, secondhand experience about it or like, you know, talking to more people about their experiences and advice and everything. So Definitely. if anyone listening has some burning advice they'd like to offer Sierra about planning a wedding, interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> At yeah, Sierra Michelle Green. Shoot, shoot me a DM, guys. I'm I'm all ears. Um, and we will follow. We'll be following not. this developing story along the podcast. So don't even worry. I was screaming when I got the FaceTime. She was drunk with her friends in Palm Springs, and I all of them answered the call at the same time, <laughs> and so they were all on the screen. And then I showed them the ring, and they all just were screaming, and I loved it. That was like the hype I was looking for okay good and they don't uh, even know you it was funny (laughs) no but I mean it's an exciting thing for anybody but specifically for girls I feel like it's like that moment where you get your and then I FaceTimed Sophie right after and she was at a bar in Little Rock Arkansas with (laughs) Brett and I was talking to her for a while and she was drunk too and then she's she's like I'm just so happy for you it was (laughs) it was really sweet it definitely it made my night and then I tried to FaceTime like three other people who didn't pick up but then I talked to them the next day so okay good so they got it was (laughs) yeah it was it was very special I, I felt very loved by everybody but yes anyway it was a great weekend um he proposed on a hike uh, we were kind of doing this hike all around Lake Gregory, which is in Crestline, which is near like Arrowhead in Southern California, if you know it. We were doing this little hike. We were with our friends Layla and Tristan because they had been on a little trip with us. And uh, yeah, we just found a little snowy spot down by the water. And uh, I just said, oh, we should take a picture here. And then I think he just kind of took advantage of that opportunity. He'd had the you know ring on him the whole hike and brought it on the trip, obviously. And yeah, it was very... It wasn't even in a box too. It was just like no, he, yeah, he, he wasn't in a box. He just held it 
Um, I think that's cute. Yeah, it was it was very casual and um, short and sweet, but that very much is Jason's personality. So it it was it was good. It, it just felt you know like a natural moment. So did you feel exactly how you thought you would feel? Like was it like world stop blah 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 i, I definitely engaged, kind of so. i kind of blacked out a little bit like i i asked mm-hmm. him later i was like did you get on one knee and he was like what are you talking about <laughs> of course i did and i was like i can't remember like i and oh i've heard God. that's common to just kind of like black out and right forget, forget yeah. that it's happening did you get um, or did layla or someone get pictures of it yeah. happening like him on the knee and everything we got a video of that or like halfway oh. through it because he didn't really give them a warning like because they knew it was coming okay. layla brought her camera on her like fancy camera on the hike in her backpack but he should have given them like a they should have had a signal that's like Mm a oh like this is gonna be coming in about 30 seconds pull out your cameras but that no didn't happen that's okay (laughs) so we got like halfway through it and then we got a bunch of great pictures after like right after it happened yeah um i feel like that's also good though because you know when you got to have that raw moment just in person not super you know curated documented pictures and videos from every angle you know not that there's anything wrong with that if that's what people want to do but I think there's also value in having that moment that was just for you you can't even see it again but you get the memories captured that were right after you know yeah. no it was it was it was great so very very Good. nice and uh the ring is gorgeous he did a very great job um, check out Sierra's Instagram if you want to yes see it. um I Michelle there. Green once again <laughs> Yes, thank you for plugging my Instagram. Um, But yes, that's pretty much my big news. And then, like I said, continuing on my job hunt, finding a routine, wedding planning, figuring out my life. I feel like my life is chaos right now, but so does everybody. The best kind of chaos, though. A good chaos, but I still like, I'm just like, wow. (laughs) But we'll get more into that as we talk about 2022 and where we're going and goals and all that. Goals, yeah, because a lot of my goals revolve around career stuff. So we'll get into that with this episode. But first, Christy, your holiday updates. I feel like every time I talked to Christy, it was like, something about your you running to a flight that got canceled. I had a lot of flight drama on this trip you guys around the around the holidays yeah. I first of all I did go to Palm Springs for a weekend before I went home for Christmas and we all like got tested and everything but I definitely we didn't arrive at the airport with sufficient time before our flight I will say I was Classic. going because it was for my friend's birthday so we were some of us were flying together there were four of us on the same flight and then we were meeting a bunch of people there too and um, we misjudged like how long it would take to get an Uber, how much traffic there would be to JFK on a weekday afternoon, and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, it just turns into one of those situations where we're telling the Uber driver, like, take any shortcut you can. Like, we got to make our flight like as safely as you can. Please get us there now. Right. And it was just like such chaotic energy i will say we get to the airport the last time you can check a bag is 450 so okay. we get there at 440 and i'm like oh my god and me and my friend cam had to check bags and the other two didn't so i was like oh my god cam no worries i go to the kiosk and it says like cut a 450 i'm like we're so good it says 450 we have 10 minutes to spare and we thought we weren't like we were worried that they wouldn't even check our bags at that point so we check in we do the thing and then it says printing bag tags and then it never prints like none of the machines were printing the bag tags that they said they were printing. And so we're like, oh shit, okay. Um, we have to run across to the like inquiries, problems section that has a huge line. And we're like, okay, it is now 4.45. There are five minutes until the bag check thing closes. So we asked the people, we're like, we're so sorry. We have to cut through, blah, blah, blah. And then they let us up. 
And then there's this man in front of us. It's taking so long. And I'm looking at the clock. It's 4.49. It's 4.50. It is 4.51. I think it was 4.52 when we actually got up to the thing. But I was like, I'm so sorry. We were in line. We actually tried to check the bags like with sufficient time. And your machine wasn't working. Blah, blah, blah. Do this whole thing. And he was so chill. Like both of us were ready to fight for our lives. Uh-huh. <laughs> this man. Fight for your life. Fight like, for your bag. to prepare the birthday tears because it was her birthday that weekend. This man is so chill. He's like, yeah, okay. Let me just print this thing off. And then my friend is checking a candlestick in a box because it didn't fit in her suitcase. And it's for this dinner thing we're doing. And so he's like, okay, I just need to see what's in the box. So he rips open the box and he's like, okay, I just need to go find some tape for this. And he wanders off and we're like, we're so stressed. We're oh like, my God. we're to make this flight. Like it literally passed the deadline of when we were supposed to have these bags in. And right. he's just like chilling. But anyway, finally at like four, I don't know, 56 or something, he, you know, puts the tags on our bags. No problem. Everything's good. We drop them off. And then we have to go find the oversized bag thing for her box. And so we're running around. And then we run to security. It's like 5 o'clock, maybe. No, it was probably 5.05 by the time we got to security. And again, doors close at 5.15. <laughs> There's this huge line. Anyway, long story short, we're stressing out. We're trying to cut through people. But they had just been, you know, some other people had just cut through because their flight was late. And everyone's trying to make their, you know what I mean? Like that stressful yeah. energy where it's like, you're not the only people that are in this situation too. So you're trying to be sensitive of that. And we get through security literally at 516. Like it was a minute after the door closed. And I'm like, it's okay. Like our other two friends had already made it on the flight because they didn't check bags and they were texting us about it. And they told the lady at the desk, like, please look out for our friends. They're still coming, blah, blah, blah. And uh, finally, we're at this point where it's 517 probably. Both of us like put on our shoes, didn't lace them. And I'm wearing these lace-up boots that are falling off my feet as we are running through the airport, the JFK terminal. Like we were so slow also. That's the funniest part. It's like if you had seen us running, it was like you're in a dream and you can't go fast enough and you're like, your shoes are falling off. Picturing you like tripping over your boots and just, yeah. yeah, literally. And like, trying to make an effort but also we're so dead and we're just like going so slow and then finally we make it around the corner and i see on the screen boarding is completed like that's it and i was like oh shit cam it's done like it's over like there's no nothing we can do we go up to the desk cam was like silent because i think she was like kind of freaking out inside and like obviously when you miss a flight there's and she had already looked at other flights and there was none other no other flights going out that night and so we had literally accepted yeah we had accepted defeat at that point and I was just, all I said to the lady at the desk was, we apparently just missed this flight. Can you rebook us? She was silent. She starts furiously typing. After like two minutes of this furious typing, all she does is prints out two pieces of paper that we thought were our new boarding passes for a new flight. She hands them to us and she goes, follow me. She walks two feet to the door that has been like turned, closed, solid. No one's getting in boarding door. Yeah, right. And she just opens it and she's like, and we're like, what? Like we're getting on this flight? And she's like, there you go. And she just hands us our boarding passes and we got on the flight. <laughs> it was literally a Christmas miracle because I've never seen them do that. Like usually when the boarding doors close, it's closed. Like yeah, they're there's closed. no exceptions. Yeah. And when we were walking down the gangway though, there was one of the pilots was walking with some lady and like past us. So they were like going out for something anyway, but I don't know if that's related, but anyway, moral of the story, we got on the flight. Our two friends literally start cheering and clapping. <laughs> We made it on the flight. It was just a whole chaotic scene. But moral of the story is we made it. It was fine. 
And then I'll just give the spark notes of the other flights. Then when I was flying after Palm Springs to go home, I got rerouted through Utah because of the weather. And they were like, oh, there's no other flights tonight. You're going to have to stay the night. And then finally, last second, they found me another flight to bend. And I got in at like 1230 a.m. So that was good. And that would have been fun if you spent the night in Utah. But I had to work the next day. So it was That wouldn't have been fun. My last flight was canceled to come back to New York because of snow in Seattle. And um, then finally, I'm going to, it doesn't matter. But basically, I had to change my flight like three times. And then finally, I got like on a last minute one that was not canceled or delayed and made it back to New York yesterday or no day before yesterday and now we're here today's january 2nd happy new year everyone happy hope you enjoy new your new years and we are ready to get back into life routines goals all that shit so that's the the travel drama that you missed on glee, on glee. <laughs> and that's just been my other than that like the holidays were great it was just me my immediate family chilling out we didn't really go anywhere do anything um, I tested negative before I went there, and yeah, it was really nice, super relaxing time. It was super snowy the whole, not the whole time. It but snowed most on of the Christmas time I was in Eve, didn't it? It snowed on Christmas. It snowed for like six days straight. It was still snowing Aww. when my parents texted me yesterday. Yeah, we built a snowman um, the day before I left, and it was really cute. My mom was sending me pictures after I got back. She's like, oh, he's still good. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just cute. That's really cute. Yeah. So it was a really nice holiday. It was very chill on the, like, we didn't really give that many gifts. Like, all of us were kind of in that boat. We're just like, oh, we just want to spend time together. Like, gifts yeah. were really a thing. Uh, we did a few small things. And then we went on a few adventures together. And I got to walk on the river in the snow. And it was just good to be back and chill. And yeah. So that's my update. <laughs> just life being life yeah jason and i uh totally didn't get each other christmas presents this year and it wasn't like we had made an agreement to not get christmas presents it was just like three days before christmas and i, I mean granted he got me an engagement ring which is the best <laughs> present i could have asked for mm-hmm. and expensive so i'm not really asking for anything else obviously but still it was like three days before christmas and we both just kind of looked at each other and and no neither wanted to say it first but i was like i didn't <laughs> get you anything and then the other one was like i didn't get you anything and oh we were just like God, that's perfect we're like okay great um it's kind of like that situation what where now? you're running late for something and your friend texts you like oh i'm actually gonna be 15 minutes late and you're like oh thank god because i was yeah, too and i didn't want to it. yeah so i ended up getting him a small box of chocolate covered pretzels um that was my gift Love to that. Jason for Christmas. <laughs> and then, um, which is funny because I used his gift card to buy them. So really not even a gift at all. <laughs> I mean, I still was like, oh, he would like these. But I was shopping for that. other family members with a gift card that he had. And so I was like, I'm just going to grab these. Um, I fessed up to it later. Um, and then he paid for me to get my New Year's nails done. So that was my uh, oh, nice. my little gift. But we, we honestly, we loved it because we just, we took a few trips um, instead, like because we went to Crestline for the engagement with our mm-hmm. friends, Layla and Tristan. And then we had a spontaneous vacation um, to Big Bear in the snow that was so much fun. And it was, I never take spontaneous trips like this, like truly like day of calling the hotel. Hello, do you have any availability? We'd like mm-hmm. to come now. Um And it was great because we spent Christmas with my family. And then the day after Christmas, we were going to drive from Las Vegas down to San Diego to spend um, the next three or four days with Jason's family. And we had a billion presents in our trunk. We're all packed up. We left early because of traffic. So as we're driving, the drive's about five hours. Halfway through the drive, um, we get a call like, hey, somebody, you know, in a a distant circle tested positive for COVID. Um, so we're just going to, everyone's going to have to get a test and, uh, but hopefully you guys can still come if everybody's negative, but we're like halfway mm-hmm. on our drive to San Diego and we're like, okay. Um, meanwhile, my parents 
are driving from Las Vegas to our apartment in Los Angeles so they can have their own little L.A. getaway slash cat sit slash house sit for about three days. So they Mm. had already planned to do that and they were excited about it. So they're on their way to our L.A. apartment. We are on the way to San Diego. As the drive continues, we get like text after call after call that they just like they everyone was coming back positive that they were dropping like flies thankfully everyone's been reasonably mild so far but it was like oh so and so just tested positive and they're probably mostly vaccinated and everything oh they're all vaccinated yeah 20 minutes went by oh so and so just tested positive 20 minutes oh so and so tested positive and then we find out that those individuals were at every single house that we would have possibly stayed at and then later we found out there are multiple people in each house that all tested positive and it was just like a okay well a bomb went off down there of covid so we're obviously like not gonna go into that so disappointing though it was really disappointing because i was i was so excited to like you know do christmas and give gifts and like it was also you know we were kind of gonna share the engagement and celebrate the engagement with everyone it was the first time we were gonna kind of have a little mini engagement party and all that and uh so yeah they're like obviously you can't come down so jason and i are about an hour from san diego when we make we stop in like temecula we pull over and we're like all right well we're not coming down what are we gonna do my parents have already got to our house and they're like gonna be there and so i'm like okay uh what should we do and so jason and i are just like talking thinking i was like what if we just went to big bear what if we just spontaneously went to big bear because they're gonna supposed to get so much snow this week we could like get a cabin and like the snow you know do all that have a little little getaway just to celebrate our engagement just the two of us and he was like i love that idea um and because we didn't really get each other christmas presents we're like we'll just take money we would have spent on gifts anyway and put it towards this little cabin so i called a bunch of places uh, saw what had availability i booked the only cabin i could find that had availability which was (laughs) themed like king arthur the entire cabin was themed (laughs) like king arthur and came with costumes king arthur costumes costumes i didn't hear that part we didn't end up trying them on uh but they were on the yeah and it had a great role play (laughs) Yeah, we had a stone a stone bathtub and there was a shield over the fireplace and everything had like dark brocade type curtains, like very like old timey. Um, so, yeah, we booked that and we went home briefly, said hi to my parents. We kind of repacked some stuff and then we just drove up to big Boston chains, drove up to Big Bear and we were there for like three days in the snow and it was so much fun. You know, your um, pictures looked amazing being in the it, snow and getting to experience that since you're, you know, usually California. Yeah, Christmas it was kind of vibes. It was great. And I loved the spontaneity of it because it was totally unexpected. You know, I didn't even have time to like anticipate it and look forward to it because it just happened on a whim. And we had the place we booked was walking distance from the little Big Bear Village. So Aww. we were able to, you know, walk in there, get drinks. And one night we, uh, I sent you the video when it was like blizzarding outside and the snow was blowing sideways because mm-hmm. it was so windy and so snowy. And we just ended up at this like little pizza bar <laughs> for like three hours and our food got forgotten. So oh, no. um, it was okay though, because we were sitting at the bar, we we're having a great time. It was really warm and cozy there. There was a fire and it was like blizzarding outside. Um, and the guy forgot our food so they ended up comping our food and then they comped three rounds of drinks for us so all we paid for it was so all we paid for was one beer each when we got (laughs) four rounds of drinks and food so we ended up 
drunkenly leaving that bar and walking home in the blizzard but we weren't even cold we were having a great time and we were like (laughs) ice skating and like running around and you know just having a good time child kind of moment yeah yeah, exactly and and the previous that afternoon we had uh, bought a sled and found a little snowbank down by the lake and went sledding so it was very it was it was wholesome and really really fun so we had a great time so and then we got to make up we got to make up Christmas with Jason's mom and brothers on New Year's Day, which was really nice. They came up to LA and we kind of, we drug our Christmas tree out to our back patio so that we could all sit out there and have like an open air kind of a thing now that they've, you know, they're not positive for COVID anymore. So, um, wow, yeah. Funny. So it was great. Are. And that's here we are. And that's what you missed on Glee. And that's the update. So, uh, I suppose at that point, thank you guys for listening to that very long intro, but we obviously just have so much, so much has passed and so much we want to talk about. So, well, uh, let's dive into some New Year's. I'm usually really, really gung-ho New Year's resolution person just because I think it's exciting to have an arbitrary day where you can just start all over with everyone else in the world, you know? Yeah. And, like, I get that it's, you know, not everything's going to change overnight and nothing actually physically is different, but it's just a nice concept to entertain. But this year, I don't know why. I'm just, like, I feel like I'm in a place where I'm just content, kind of like how I mentioned earlier, like, I, I feel that I'm going in the right direction and still growing and working on myself and all of that, but I don't really have that same drive to, like, write down 10 things that I want to improve in this area of my life and these things that I want to accomplish before New Year's Eve on 2022, you know, all of that. So, I don't have anything written in this sort of fashion that I do from last year, but I am going to reflect on the ones that I have written down from last year. So if you listen to that episode, then you might remember. I also actually did mid-year goals um, this year, which is probably good. So I can check in on those. But the categories that I have from last year, which I think you ended up mirroring a little bit, Sierra, because when I was reading them off in the episode, you were saying that yes. you, I don't remember. Yeah, it started with, this is the, um, what's it called? Day Designer from Target. It's just kind of like the basic one. But they have one page that says, start with the big picture. And I put alignment, which was my word of 2021. And then I had some like big picture things that I wanted to work on and some smaller goals under those. And then they had another page that says set your goals. And it gave five categories, which are personal goals, family, friends, and relationship goals, heart and spirit goals, and financial goals, as well as work, career, or study goals. So I wrote out a few of those in each. Um, But yeah, I didn't really write those for 2022, but I'm thinking like we'll talk through reflecting on 2021 and then I'll kind of like talk about where I am with these things and how I want to you know improve or set new goals for 2022 as we go and we don't even like to call them resolutions I think we just called them new year's goals last year or like new year's aspirations or something like that yeah which I like I think aspirations is a good way to frame it because then you're not putting you know you're not resolving to do x y and z and I don't know I just feel like it's all about the pressure that you put on it and the expectations you set for yourself of like these are good things to strive for but it's not the end all be all of your year of success if you don't achieve every right. single one to a t because yeah. i think that's where people get into trouble or make things that they set themselves up for disappointment because they can't actually attain them so they're kind of vague but anyway anything you'd like to say about yours before we um go through some of these and reflect on how our year went i think some of these things i worked hard on and i and i did a really good job on some things I didn't prioritize quite as much, but I think that's okay because uh, it, it was a, it was a lofty list. So you mm-hmm. naturally, you know, you can't get everything in there. Yeah. I, it's hard for me not to feel frustration because I feel like I, I, I got to a place that was like, 
Well, I guess, I don't know. I'm not frustrated. I am and I'm not because I'm like looking at these things and I, you know, finding a job that was a consistent thing and like, you know, the regular salary and like, you know, uh, getting better at this and that. And I I did all that. And I was at a place where I had like kind of accomplished all that. But then there also comes a place when you realize that, you know, certain things are no longer working and you have to make changes. And that's naturally going to vary from year to year. So I can't be mad at myself for, you know, taking the action to make changes and to do things differently. So totally. So with alignment, I kind of delved into it last year in our episode of how I really, really wanted to focus on just having like an alignment in the sense that everything I'm doing, you know, is not in contradiction with who I am and the values that I have. And I've had issues in the past of like, you know, maybe doing something that I don't fully believe in, but I need to, you know, sometimes. And also I kind of think living in alignment is a privileged thing because sometimes you just need to make money doing work that you're not passionate about, but you need to do X, Y, and Z. So I think it's a good goal overall is to work towards alignment in ways that you can and having things that do align with your core values when it's in your control. So that's kind of what I wanted to work on this year. And especially my big goal at the beginning of 2021 was all about finding work that I aligned with and like having passion for my work because I had actually gotten this job when we recorded the episode, but I hadn't started it yet. So I didn't even know if it was going to be the right thing for me. But I had a contract at the beginning of the year with a nonprofit doing UN advocacy, if you guys remember. Mm -hmm. And that's really, I feel really lucky in that I really did align with that. And I felt that that really just like worked with who I am, with what I studied, with what I have expertise in, if you can call it that, but also experience, I guess. And also like gave me a lot of room for growth and still so much I need to learn. And one of the things I wrote down is work that is inextricably linked with learning, like always having to forge new paths or be creative or innovative, but also, you know, learning about yourself and learning about how you work and all of that and not just like settling for a job that doesn't challenge you, I guess. That was my big thing because I'd been in positions in the past that I didn't really feel challenged and X, Y, and Z. So that was the big thing. Yeah. And I really do feel that I found that this year. And I'm so excited about where my path is going. And I think overall, like that was the biggest thing was alignment. And like, I just really feel that I've found that track and I'm still going down it. And the contract I'm on now is a similar thing. It's just longer. So I'm still in the midst of that. So I'm going to carry that into 2022 and kind of like forge my own profile in the field more, I would say. Um, But I do feel very like blessed and lucky that I was able to find something that really did align with me. So I would say that's a success. Not that I'm going back and marking success and failures, but um, anyway, I'll just read really quick. I had work that's inextricably linked with learning, building strong networks and focusing on why over what. Those are the three like big picture things that I wrote down for the overall year. Did you have big picture? I did. I had a couple quotes um we love a quote yeah uh i think i've mentioned this a few times the letting the things that cause friction go Mm -hmm. um and then the passage about alignment yeah it was and uh we must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that's waiting for us um and a lot of that came from letting go of being so wrapped up in like my acting gig life and pursuing auditions and things like that it's been like the hugest cornerstone of my personal development and like making new changes in my life and like recognizing all of this that's Mm -hmm. you know made such a difference for me so I think that's where those quotes came from you know is I 
had to be willing to let go of the life I had planned because I had planned out everything, but you don't get to plan out everything. You know, things, you know, don't go the way you plan. So, and just being open to whatever happens next. And, you know, then I did that this last year, you know, some of my goals were, um, you know, as far as my, you know, work career study goals, as I said, find a job that's a consistent thing. That's not a gig that pays the same every week. Um, something that's not a day job, something that could be a building block to something else. Um, you know, and I found that I did find that. And, and, you know, while it didn't end up working out long term, I absolutely found that. And I found what I, what I really loved about that. There's certain things that I didn't like about it. You know, it's like dating, you find out what you really like and what you want to find differently in the future. And, Mm -hmm. um, I did really good on some of my uh, personal goals. Um, one of them was working on my comparison. I said, work on your jealousy and comparison complex with friendships and relationships, um, being authentically happy for friends and their successes. You know, that was something I was really struggling with was not being jealous when people did something well, or when someone got something that I didn't to not like, you know, resent them for it or find myself Mm -hmm. making passive aggressive, snarky, unhelpful comments. And I'm like, okay, like, you got to stop that. Like, that's not None of their successes are their fault. You know, they're, they did this and they're in, and it's also not your fault that you didn't get that thing. You know, it's like, we're all in our own lane and we're all on our own path. And, Mm -hmm. um, something that I heard a friend say really stuck with me. And that was, if you could take everything, all your situations about your life, the way you look, the way you're, how smart you are, your, your, your your health problems, your successes, your talents, like everything about your life situation, would you throw it into a hat, a random hat with everyone else in the world's situation and problems and randomly draw something else? Or would you keep what you have? Wow. That's a really good perspective to have, honestly. And it shook me up because the person that she was talking about is someone who has a really chronic health issue who had said this to her. Um, It was her grandfather. And you know, that he, despite his issues, would not trade his life for another's. And it really just kind of got me thinking, like, with everything I've got going on, you know, I have a lot of chronic health stuff that, like, I don't talk about all the time. You know, I've, you know, maybe my career is not where I want it to be. Like, maybe it's this, that, you know, maybe I don't have as much money as I wish I did. But when you, would I throw away, would I throw my life situation and just grab somebody else's and hope it's better? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it. You know, and it just gave me a lot of perspective on that whole like staying in your lane thing that, you know, it's we've all got our, you know, you got to play the hand you're dealt. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to what you see on Instagram, but you're not seeing everything kind of thing, you know, and like having the perspective of like, you don't know the bad and the lows of other people's lives. And so it's good to like have that gratitude and have that perspective of being present in yours and yeah, staying in your lane. I really like that. That's a good way to frame it. Yeah. So that's, that's been a huge, huge part of my 2021. And I look forward to applying that into 2022 and only comparing myself to myself and my own growth and not anybody else. So I love that for you. This is just makes me so happy because like, I've been with you on this journey for years of just like knowing you and I've seen such a difference in you this year. I've, I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm just really proud of you and like how far you've come and the just the changes in your demeanor and like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm Thank you. really happy to be on the journey with you and proud to watch you grow and flourish and have these little things that you've noticed in yourself and like actually making an effort to work on them in a meaningful way. I think it's yeah. been great for you. 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I, I, I noticed that it's made a huge difference in my friendships too. A lot of my friendships feel a lot deeper and more authentic. Mm-hmm. And I know it's people want to be vulnerable with you when you're being vulnerable with them. And when you're, you know, your best self, it's going to, you know, fold over into or spill over into every other aspect of your life. And uh, I noticed some friendships falling away as well that I think, you know, were maybe based in more superficial things or were more based in things that were important to who I was a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, not so much who I want to be now and where I want to be moving forward with. And it, you know, really does make you appreciate the the things that are working and that are getting stronger, you know? And that's a sign of growth too, is losing things. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard to see that in the moment sometimes because you're like, why isn't this the same? Like, why are we not connecting on this level anymore? And I think it's okay to let those things that might've been causing friction go and let, and sometimes it's people and that's hard when it's someone that's been in your life for a long time or you have memories with or all of that. But I think it is a sign of growth of like you coming into who you really are and it just doesn't really line up with them anymore. And that's okay. And that's just like a natural progression of life, but definitely not easy. An analogy that my therapist actually mentioned to me that I loved is she's like, um, in gardening, when you are pruning a rose bush, you have to cut for growth. And sometimes you have to cut off like fully formed, beautiful roses and cut it way back in order for it to continue growing and be healthy. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things when it comes to, you know, gardening, you have to prune things, you have to cut off stuff that, you know, maybe you don't want to cut off, or maybe it looks nice or whatever, but you have to cut things in order to allow room for new growth to happen. And that, you know, that applies to our lives as well, you know, when it comes Mm -hmm. to whatever aspect, personal, family, friends, financially, heart, spirit, work, career, like whatever our category is, sometimes you do have to make sacrifices and cut things, you know, in order for other things to grow. So Mm -hmm. absolutely. I love that. So many great analogies coming from you. Dude, I I, you know, I love analogies. I'm like the metaphor queen. It's what I do. I love it. Truly. Okay, so some of mine, again, like I said, um, these are pretty broad, so I guess it's like kind of hard to measure, but some of my personal goals were live in alignment with my core values, which I kind of talked about, which was mostly I was thinking of in work terms, but also like with my relationships and people in my life and just like day to day. And I think I have made good strides and just being more aware of it. Like I think Honestly, I think it's important for everyone to just sit down and like really sit with yourself and write down concrete what your values are, like what at the end of the day gets you out of bed, what you think the world would be better with more of, et cetera, and like really try and see how you can fit details of your life into that. And I do think that I have made progress with that, but that's kind of like an overarching life goal, I would say. Like alignment in itself is a big, broad term that it's kind of an ongoing process. And as life changes, like things might shift in what you're going towards and what aligns with yourself and your core values might change too but I think that I've I've made progress towards that but I can't necessarily say like checkbox done you know yeah but it's that's the whole point is our resolutions are too resolute goals are something you work towards and that's exactly the point then I also put be more mindful and intentional about what I consume meaning like media um books uh, podcasts, etc. And I honestly think I didn't do this that well. <laughs> I think I could have been better. I think I was good. I mean, I don't like watch TV or anything, but just trying to like have more educational Besides the resources. Bachelor. Yeah, but um, <laughs> that'll just still be my toxic show that I keep watching. Yeah, um, <laughs> we all need one. <laughs> Oops. I would say I've definitely been more mindful about like 
having more nonfiction reads, things that challenge me a little bit, not just reading things that like are consistent with what I already believe, but also trying to expand my own, you know, knowledge. And um, I don't know, I, I guess I could still work on this, but I think I've also made some steps in it. Next is be more present and seize opportunities I get. And I definitely think I've been more present this year. And the next one is also kind of related. It's focused on gratitude and the present moment, not the past, because I always had problems with like living in the past and being nostalgic and over romanticizing past things. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something I've really, really worked on this year and like made significant strides in, which I'm really proud of. Um, And that also kind of comes with therapy, which I didn't even foresee as being a part of my 2021 when I wrote these down. But looking back, like has been such a positive force in my life that's like really helped me to like reevaluate what I think about myself and the narrative of who I am and like really take a look at like what I need to actually work on to meaningfully become a better person and a better version of myself and I think that part of that like therapy has helped me kind of like focus on the present and not so much like live in these past you know narratives of the past of who I am, but also the past of like, what could have been, what might have happened if X, Y, and Z had happened in life and all of those things. And I think that that's something that I'm always going to be working on, but I've definitely seen some improvements in myself, I would say. So again, kind of broad things, but I've seen so much. I mean, I think as in the last few months, especially since you started therapy, like I feel like our dynamic, even on the podcast has shifted so much. And I just feel like you're so open and like, will like and kinder to yourself honestly and like willing to you know be vulnerable with yourself and like open up to me like and I know that that's something you've been working on and so while you're saying you've noticed so much growth in me I've noticed a lot with you too and I'm really proud of you thank you that really does mean a lot and again I feel like some of these things um this also comes back in later when I think heart and spirit goals I talk about this um but it is something that I'm still kind of I don't know, like the last few months, especially I've been on a vulnerability journey. (laughs) I've been really trying to work on that. And part of that, I think, hasn't necessarily translated to social media or like podcasts or YouTube or anything yet. And I have honestly haven't been posting videos for like the last month. Um, And people have been asking like, where are you? Why aren't you posting anything? And I think I'm still like trying to figure out like how I want to, you know, as I'm on this own personal journey of like how I see myself and I am vulnerable and open about things. I think I'm still figuring out like how I want that to look online. So like it might not be evident from, you know, listening to this podcast even like I think I'm slowly getting better about it. But again, like I have a long way to go and I haven't really like channeled that into my social media. So it might not be clear. Um, And especially with videos, like that's kind of why I haven't posted is because I feel like I've changed so much that I don't really know how I want to approach it on YouTube yet so I'm still like figuring it out essentially yeah so we'll see where it goes with that but um, I think it's okay you can take that time you really can um and I have (laughs) I've been I mean I've been going through the same thing not that I was ever as big of a YouTuber as you but like I literally haven't made a video since my birthday and that was in June and it's because I've been going through the same thing of like wanting to do something different and wanting to share a different side of my life I don't necessarily want to make theme park videos anymore because I'm not involved in that anymore but I like yeah it's not relevant yeah but I'm like I don't know what I want to do now but I still like I loved connecting with people and with that online community but I like don't and so time has just passed and I'm just like well okay I yeah, like, I, I feel I like I keep waiting, next. right, I keep waiting for something to, like, trigger me into, like, oh, this would be the perfect opportunity to, like, share this, blah, 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 I don't know, but um, I think it's kind of also 
almost like that cocoon where you're still figuring out and like transforming yourself in the sense that like you're not ready to emerge to a certain group or whatever yeah that's a dramatic analogy not one of sierra's great analogies but you know what i mean like sometimes you have to like really process something and be in it on your own before you like externally show it in certain places i guess so i'm not going to go into every single category but i'm just going to lump together uh friends family heart spirit so basically my friends and family goals were kind of um all over the place but mostly the big thing was meet new people in common places of interest. And I feel like I was finally able to do that in 2021 in a way that I couldn't in 2020 itself because of the pandemic, especially. I mean, obviously, it's still ongoing, but things were a lot more open this year. And I met so many new people like looking back. I'm so grateful for some of the new people that entered my life this year that I it's so funny, like realizing or thinking about the fact that I didn't know them before 2021. And it's just been like, I feel really grateful for those opportunities. And I have like gone out and done things that I wouldn't have. I mean, I guess kickball is not a common interest, <laughs> but like going out and being involved in other communities and like activities and things where it puts but you. But you were trying something new. You're not like a sporty yes. person. So that's exactly. that's very fun that you were doing that. Yeah. So I'm just really grateful for that aspect of my life. It's just like new people, new relationships, new, I don't know. It just, I love that. I love meeting new people and like learning about myself through exploring, you know, new connections with different people that have different backgrounds and everything like that. So really grateful for that. And then heart and spirit was kind of, I mean, like I said, it says be more vulnerable, open and honest. And I'm still working on that, but I would say is a big part of like, especially towards the end of 2021. what I am, you know, seeing strides in and like want to continue on that path. So yeah, that's been good. I said journal consistently, lol. Didn't really. I said the same, lol. (laughs) One day, Um, one year. And then I'm just going to really quickly touch on the work thing. I already talked about it, but I said find or create a professional niche that fascinates me, which I really feel like I have this year. And I really enjoy doing advocacy um, at the UN, work on research areas and publish work. I will say I did not exactly publish something. It was supposed to be, but it kind of fell through. But I've been working on my um, research writing. So hopefully that will happen in the next year. Good for you. That's so exciting. Yeah. And build strong networks and follow up with them. I do feel like I've done that. I went to a networking event um, in the fall and I was surprised at like how many people I'd known from like my previous contract and like following up with people from my last job and like building actual like strong relationships with coworkers and everything like that. Um, and finally, the last one is find a consistent long-term path. And I would say I'm on a good path now that I wasn't super competent in a year ago. So we'll see how long-term it is. You know, things change and you never know what's going to come up in life. And maybe I'll have different interests or different, you know, path that I want to follow in a couple years. But for now, I would say that I overall feel pretty good about where I went in 2021 and how alignment driving that has really served me. So I'm still going to keep alignment in my um, at the forefront, but not necessarily my word for 2022. So that was Fair my enough. reflection. Um, what about you? Yeah, like I talked about my job. I think I really did well in that and, you know, finding like a steady job. And while it didn't work out long term, I still like I grew a lot there and I learned so much, especially about my confidence and like being assertive in a workplace and dealing with my own like um, imposter syndrome as well as like I don't want to call it self-misogyny because it's not, but it's like just like not like feeling like uncomfortable around men and like being afraid of like speaking up in a room full of men and like things like Mm -hmm. that, you know, like 
and that my voice is just as valid and speaking confidently and not having to be, you know, this quiet little mousy woman who's always nice. Like that was a huge thing for me this year that I am so excited to whatever job comes next to take with that with me into the next year, because it's feels really damn good to not be afraid to speak out just because you are a girl you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and that takes practice too it's really hard especially when you come from like being a Disney princess for seven years when all you do is like hi oh my goodness yay everything is so happy you know mm-hmm. it's like it's uh it's it's a very different thing when you're out there in the you know business or entertainment world trying to be you know it's recognized. honestly just muscle memory that you don't have yet you know yeah, like no so that challenging that's, what you're used to doing and that's been great and um Also, one of my goals was to continue growing this podcast and making episodes. And one of my goals was to do a solo episode, which I did. So I'm really glad about that. that. Um, And maybe there will be more coming this year. Yeah, I I think I think I, you know, some didn't really get touched on, but a lot of things did. And also a lot of things happened that I didn't write down. So yeah, very true. Okay, so kind of building on that, we wanted to go into 2022 what we see for ourselves what we want to focus on and what kind of message is driving us this year because alignment was mine last year and I kind of was trying to journal on this last week when I was home and I was waiting for like a lightning bolt moment like I had with alignment where it was like this one word this is what I want to get at this is what I need for myself now and the best thing I could come up with was dare Because I was thinking of it in terms of like dare myself to like, hmm, actually now that I'm saying it out loud, I don't even know how I want to say it. No, I like it. Be more daring, like dare to challenge your beliefs about yourself, dare to be more open and honest and vulnerable, like dare to try something that you're not used to doing or I don't know, like something like that. Like I think I want this year to be more about not like trying new things because that's just always in life. Like I want to be trying new things, but just dare to challenge myself in yeah. more ways. I guess. Oh, I love it. I, I, okay. I really like it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. No, I I'm not married to it. Like I might, if I come across another word that I feel like fits what I want better, then I might switch it again. It's like an arbitrary thing. Like who really cares what my word of the year is, but I feel like that's kind of where I want to go is like be more like challenge myself. I would say in, you know, in dealing with myself a lot in like, you know, dare to implement the things that I've learned in therapy, you know, things like that. So it can kind of apply in a lot of ways. But that was my overall thought process on that. Have you thought of a word? Um, Or just kind of like the concept of what what you want to work towards? I'll talk through this. Um, My therapist was telling me that something that might be helpful for me in this year is to make a vision board. Um, I did that that last week. Did it's actually you? so fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. on Pinterest. Did and actually, some... this weekend, my friend is having us over. She's going to have like a um, crafting kind of night where we're all going to make like physical vision boards oh together God, and drink wine. And... Oh my God. Please that come to New York so and come with fun. us. Yeah, I'm excited. Wait, I'm gonna... We're going to do like magazine collaging and shit. Like all my life savings just to come to this crafting <laughs> night. I really am. Um, well, maybe I'll host one here. Maybe I'll get I'll get some friends you together should. and some. I think that's a really healthy idea of something to do. Um, but I'm doing dry January, so we'll do it with tea. Okay, yeah, drink whatever but, you want. But yeah, <laughs> but then you can like bounce ideas off each other and like learn about what your friend's goals are, and even just like in a fun way like that. I don't know. I think it's kind of a mix yeah. of them. Oh, I didn't know you were doing dry January by the way. That just registered. Yeah, it's my third year doing I mean, it, and I love it. Um, oh, I didn't realize you did it. Yeah. What? 
I think I did it accidentally last year (laughs) and in 20, well, no, probably not in 2020. The point of the vision board for me is because she was asking me kind of like, what are your goals? What are your values? Like, what are, what do you want to do? And like, I, I don't know if it's just that I'm second guessing myself or if I'm just open-minded to a lot of different opportunities now, or like, I, you know, I just feel like I don't know. So I want to find out like before I have my word and I'm like going, I don't know, like I want to I want to, I need, hmm, like, I know when you can't even put it in words, that's when you're like, yeah, "Ah." it's like, we all have those times though, where you like feel a little bit lost or you feel like you're, you don't really know what to grab onto next to swing in the right direction. You know what I mean? And I think it's okay to like sit in that and you don't have to have a perfect word to define your year or, you know, I think it's okay that this will be and just knowing that this will be a time of transformation and figuring out, you know, what you really care about and want to do and put your energy into and you'll that'll come like you'll have the understanding later about it i would say yeah so i think i sh- i, I want to visualize like what i am looking for what i do want to do um you know and that's good too trying new things and you know being open minded to different things i i don't know the thought of coming up with a word is stressing me out so maybe i'll maybe i'll well, here is what I'll do. I'll come. Back I will next offer week. you the um, input from our listeners. I actually oh, yeah. asked let's on bring the those, Instagram. Yeah, let's bring. Those What's up. your word of the year? So we're going to read some of those, and maybe we'll read some from the internet too, just to get some inspiration for you guys listening. Um, again, it's really an arbitrary thing. You don't have to have a word of the year, and if it stresses you out, don't do it. But for me, I think it's good to have like a theme of what I really want to focus on. And oops, sorry, I'm going to read some of those now. We're pulling up the Instagram. And see what you all are doing in 2022 or what you are striving for. The first one is balance. Dream. Another balance. Consistency. Less. Another Less consi- Another consistency. How consistent? Foundation. Balance. Create. Growth. Consistency. I'm sensing a consistent. I know. There's learning. a lot of balance and consistency so far. Yeah. Okay. Progress. Connection intentionality and healing i like that a lot Mm -hmm. brave and bold oh i like that bold unwavering oh that's good too crazy manic bitch love that (laughs) new we got different i want to follow up with her in 2023 and see how that goes courage content and appreciation those are nice they are nice none of them were super like Change the world. Over the top. Unstoppable. Yeah. Like they're all very about kind of finding peace and yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of consistency and balance. Okay. So now we're just going to read some from the internet just to give you more inspo as you're listening. Maybe something will strike a chord with you in addition to what we read from our listeners or what I said before. So the first one, which I do think is not a good one to have, is success. Because just, like, what is success? Yeah. It's so, you know... I think it's misconstrued so much as to what success is. I think if you're happy, you're successful. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, next momentum, renewal, magical, conquer, health, research, learning. I like that a lot. Happiness, faith, enjoyment, creativity, ideas, time, interesting, yeah. <laughs> reliable evolve that's good i actually really like that one i almost made that my word of the year was evolve and it's a very close second makes me think of uh pokemon (laughs) (laughs) 
Pikachu is evolving. <laughs> yeah. You're going to become a Charizard this year. Yes, thank God. It's about time. Family. Empower. Individual. Freedom. Vitality. That's a good one. S- simplify. Nice. Marie Kondo would love that. Yes. Joy. <laughs> Calm. Confidence. Movement. Unique. Align. There we go. There Throwing we go. Back. There it is. Believe. Grateful. Integrity. Focus. Balance. Mindful. Conquer. Fun. Conquer's on here twice, I think. Hmm. Um, abundance. That's Com- a good one. A yeah. lot of people use that one, too. Compassion. Strong. Commit. Pause. Dream. Bliss. Value. Peace. Grace. Lead. Forgive. And grow. So those are just some from this graphic we found online. So if any of those spoke to you, I would love to hear um, on Instagram comment which one you decided mm-hmm. to use for your... Did anything jump out to you, Sierra, when we were reading through those? No. Um, I really do like Evolve. I might switch mine to Evolve because I feel like daring is part of that. Like, dare to let go of the things that you thought about yourself and evolve into something new. Like, I feel like it's kind of all I in like the same both, vein. But what I like about dare is it's very, like powerful it's very like mm-hmm, you know like you're, yeah you're standing you know on a bus and you're like okay i could take the route i always take or i could take a route i've never taken before i'm gonna dare Why to did do you it choose standing on a bus <laughs> not on a bus but like next to a bus i'm just <laughs> that's not any better you're standing at a bus stop no i am do but I'm... dare to take the bus or go straight home <laughs> okay i'm just saying and my example is <laughs> you could have said like you're standing at the precipice of a ledge that you could jump off into the water or because i'm trying to not be dramatic i'm trying to be okay, realistic sorry. like okay you could take the same bus ride home or you could take a different way that shows you something new and you're like no i'm gonna dare to do it i'm gonna dare myself i'm gonna do this and it's like ram okay yeah i like that uh, anyway <laughs> dare to take the bus this year you guys <laughs> Yeah, my word of uh, 2022 is public transportation. Actually. That's always my so, year. Yeah. That's always the word of my years. Yes. Anyway, going back to what you were saying before, though, um, like what direction? So you want to focus on in 2022, I, what I've gathered from what you've said is just kind of like cultivating who or like what you want or your goals and everything, like figuring out. Maybe like Im- like impact or like some, like making an Im- like an impact on myself or and the world and my life i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the perfect thing but 2022 will be a great year especially in the short term too as you're figuring out the whole like next step career-wise and everything a yeah. great year for you like just learning about yourself and like getting in touch with what you really want what's really going to serve you so yeah. word of the year to come <laughs> but also you're definitely not the only person in this boat like i'm sure so many people listening are like how do you even know what word you want to define your year like you don't even know what's going to happen in the year which is so true but I don't know. I'm going to think about it and I'm going to write some goals down for this year. I'll write my goals. I'll come up with my words. I'll do a little intentional January journaling, which we always do. Nice. Um, and I will, I'll let you know what I come up with next week. Good. Okay. We'll do some follow-up. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I, again, like I said, I didn't write down any specific goals. Um, I mean, I do, I think I, a tangible thing is I really do want to be more smart, not smart. I don't think I'm like irresponsible with money, but I think I could be more intentional with finances and like I don't, I'm not like a budgeting person, like to writing down where every dollar is going, but just like investing maybe or doing something where I'm like being conscious about where my money is 
going and building and where I'm putting it into when I have the chance to be or like something like that. Yeah. Like being more financially literate, I guess, is what I want to yeah, say. Like definitely. I want to know more about those things and build on that. So that's like a tangible one. Otherwise, I learn, with work. Oh, I want to learn how to invest. I like yeah, I want to like, actually invest and start making investments because I mean, I have like the retirement account, but like I want to like do it myself and like yeah. work on that. Um Sorry, I do some cryptocurrency NFT. I mean, I literally, I bought like $20 worth of Bitcoin thinking I was investing and being cool. This was a while (laughs) ago and it's like gone down to $16 and I'm like, oh, damn, I lost my, it was up for a while. It was up to like 26 and then I went down to like 15 and I was like, oh. Well, maybe it'll swing back. You never know. I don't really know how Bitcoin works. I mean, it's literally $20 and yeah, I check it every day and I'm like, how's my investment doing? (laughs) Um, This is going to pay for my house one day. Yeah, right. Um. One thing that I did do, I know I just cut you off, but into fi- financial goals reminded me is uh, one of my goals was to cut and cancel subscriptions that mm. I was no longer really passionate about or really needed. And I cut like four different subscriptions this year. Oh, so nice. that you. was definitely something I was small little win. Yeah, I could definitely be better about that. And I think that was one of my goals too, that I didn't really work towards very well. I think I canceled a few things, but like Mostly it was uh, email subscriptions that I canceled this year instead of (laughs) payments. But anyway, yeah. Um, And then what else? Oh, work-wise, I would just say, like, I think just kind of building on the foundation that I've really found for myself in 2021 and, like, carving out my own personal profile in the field and, like, meeting more people and, like, you know, working my way. I'm not going to be in this exact role for the entire year because it is a fixed term contract that's only through the summer. So we'll see where I go after that. But I think for now, especially in the short term, just like really putting my all into this job and networking through that and building my own profile kind of like at the UN in this sphere. Um, But yeah, I don't have any like huge lofty professional goals at this moment. But that's why it's harder for me to because I am like content now but also still wanting to challenge myself in that realm too so we'll see maybe I will publish something this year (laughs) or um write something or I don't know but um what else other tangible goals um I don't know I think like I said I just want to continue on my vulnerability journey um working on like having the best most authentic relationships with people and just challenging my own self and the narratives that I've had about myself for a long time that I don't necessarily Absolutely. think are actually true at the end of the day. And I think a lot of us like have always told ourselves, oh, I don't like this or I'm not this way or that's just how I am. When in reality, like you're not challenging why that is or why you think that. And that there's a lot more out there and a lot, a better version of you that does challenge those things, I would say. Yeah. Um, so I want to continue on that, which is kind of why I want to focus on like dare. That's where I'm at. So again, very broad things. I didn't write down anything formal for this episode, but it was good to reflect on 2021 and how those things, I think a lot of those still ring true that I mentioned that I want to work on. I think those are more like, I didn't write down, read 13 books this year. So I can't necessarily say like, check that off. I did that, but I do want to read more. Um, I do want to, you know, learn more. I want to take some sort of class I think would be fun mm-hmm. if I can. Um, still want to learn a language. Still have these things that I want to do that maybe I should actually like put down on paper so I do them. But <laughs> yeah, I would say this year is all about like learning, growing, daring for me. Just expanding. Yeah, that's in great. So. No, those are great goals to have. I 
I will again, like I've, I've, I think I've explained a little bit about like where I'm at, but as far as like summing it up, I will give you those summaries next week if I have a come up with something brilliant. So, or just whenever, you know, no pressure about timelines. It's all about, you know, we're just rolling with the punches, and that's what this podcast is: is you guys along with us as we're on our own growth, development, life journeys through our twenties. So it's okay, whatever place you're in, don't compare yourself to anyone else's. You know, they're at this step in this part of their life. Everyone's lives and stories are completely different and yours will all make sense one day and you don't have to have a perfect year, word of the year to um, milestone it. So anyway, a big thing I also want to work on this year is, um, you know, based on that passage that Brianna Weist wrote that was like, you know, not to I'm paraphrasing here, but not to romanticize the past and not to romanticize your future, but to focus on romanticizing your present and to not have the mindset of, oh, well, once I get a job, then I'll be good. Or once I get this, or once I get this out of the way, or one time, you know, but to try to romanticize the journey and, you know, even though applying for jobs is stressful and like doing this, but like to enjoy the growth of the process. So I'm not just waiting to get to a milestone to feel like I can enjoy life. You know, I want to enjoy it while, while, while it's happening. Um, you know, well said. So, all right, folks, this has been quite the journey. We've been talking for a while all about Welcome the past back. year, the we next year to come. Thing. Yes. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, maybe got something out of it. Hopefully gave you some ideas of like what you want to focus on in the new year, how you want to frame your own goals or resolutions or whatnot. And maybe something we said struck a chord with you. I don't know. Let us know. We're always happy to have conversations with you all on Instagram. DM us. Follow at Fingers Cross Pod on Instagram. And we're here every Tuesday. So into the new year, 2022, fingers crossed. Back into the thick of it. We're going to hopefully start posting again and getting more active on Instagram and all that. Because, yeah, we did take a break for a little bit. But that's, you know, it's the holidays. It happens. Yes. So So make sure you read your book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. We'll be talking about it soon. And we are very excited for everything to come in 2022. I have a good feeling about it. But, you know. I would never say I have a bad feeling about a year. So, yeah, right. So, <laughs> love you all. Thanks for listening. Keep your fingers crossed.